HD 107.9 Life, James here with you. Great to be here with you. I hope you're having a lovely evening. Uh, we've got a massive show tonight, joined again, of course, by the wonderful Holly Roberts. Thank you. It's love to have you back, Holly. Thanks, I'm excited to be back. We need to talk to you about something that's kind of happened. It's something quite big. Yes. Um, you've only really just got back from overseas in I this have. whirlwind trip to meet someone, shall we say, quite prominent in the Catholic world at the moment. Just a little bit. I don't know. It's not really that much of a big deal, but whatever. Well, I love how you're trying to downplay it, but people will see in a mo that that's actually not okay. entirely true. Brand new from Guy Sebastian. You're listening to HD 107.9 Life. Gus and Iggy and Lewis Capaldi on the way very shortly. Holly Roberts is our guest on the show here tonight. Now, Holly, um, people will know you from your time at HD Radio. People will know you've out in the traps from youth ministry stuff mm -hmm. uh, that you've been involved in. They might know you from the takeover. They might know you from on stage at ACYF, the Australian Catholic Youth Festival. Um, you've done a lot of stuff, pretty much um, since you, pretty much since stuff. year twelve. Yes, you were mission captain at Cardine, yep. and then um, and then you've kind of gone on from there. What has just happened with you though is kind of you know a bit of a i guess it's a bit of a high point mm. in terms of catholic life yeah just can you talk us through a little bit about well what it is you did to start with and kind mm -hmm. of how it all happened how okay. it all came to be okay so a couple of months ago i was at uni and i got a missed call and i looked up what the number was and it said it was malcolm hart who is mm -hmm. the national director of the office for youth in the bishops conference mm -hmm. um and i was like oh like why is this person calling me and then i got a text message from peter being like hi holly malcolm's trying to get um a hold of you peter and being the head of the youth peter, office here in adelaide yes, yeah so my boss um and i was like this is really weird so i finished up at uni and i got in my car and um, um, I rang Malcolm and he was like, hey, so just letting you know, um, we're sending you to Rome. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, um, sure. And then, yeah, and so he, he ended up telling me that Peter had nominated me um, and the Australian Catholic bishops had selected me to represent them at the International Youth Forum that happened this year in Rome, mm. which was a follow-up to the Synod of Bishops that met last year. So um, they all met to talk about and discuss the role of young people in the church and it was very groundbreaking. And then out of that, Pope Francis released a document earlier this year called Christus Vivit, um, which addresses young people and it's to young people but also to the rest of the church um, and talks about being inclusive, accompanying young people and um, sort of just lots of different things to do with that. And it's really, it's a really great read. So I, I've read it. So as I, as you would have hoped for. Ooh, yeah, you'd really <laughs> hope so that, that that was the reason you're there. Because I mean, not to downplay this, I mean, don't downplay it because you are only one of, well, three people, mm -hmm. but the, um, so there was, it was yourself, a guy from uh, Parramatta. Yep, Sebastian. So he was at the Synod yeah. last year and he got invited back. And there was by, another guy. Yes, and there was Hugh from Canberra. So he's right. like Peter's role in Canberra. So like three of you for the yes. whole of Australia. Yes. And you were the only female. Yes, as well. I was. <laughs> right. So, so that just all happens and it's this real kind of whirlwind. Mm -hmm. um, not to give away the end of this story, but yes. you do meet Pope Francis at I the do. end of it. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, so 
you get flown over there and what are you kind of tasked with what do you have to do while you're there yeah so the whole thing was basically around this document that pope francis released earlier this year called christus vivit um and it was about us talking about the importance of it how it's been received in our global context so there was 250 young people at this forum from 100 and different 120 different countries so wow okay yeah it was a really wide range of experiences of cultures um challenges and it it was kind of hard for us to grapple with some of the questions that they'd put to us um some of them were like how do you think we should go about this how do you think this has been received blah 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 blah. and i was a moderator of a small group so um they had groups split into english spanish and french and i was one of the leaders of one of the small groups and we kind of figured out in our group that we couldn't really answer the questions like as a whole because everyone had such a different experience and everyone had such different challenges that it was really going to be impossible for us to answer that question you know so like they they so when i say answer that question like we had to answer the question so as a group we had to come up with an answer to like a certain question that they posed to us or whatever and we had two hours to discuss what's an example of one of those questions oh so like one of them was being like what in what ways has Christus Vivit been implemented for young people? And the responses in the group were like, some young people from certain parts of the world, it hadn't been translated into their language yet, so they hadn't even read it. Some young people didn't know that it had even come out. Um, in our context, you know, a lot of people in youth ministry in Australia have read it, but it hasn't trickled down yet. Um, so we couldn't, We there was no one answer that we could give. Um, and I think what the reasoning behind that is that it, it's a bit early to say. So, like, a lot of the stuff that we were being asked, it was kind of like, oh, well, it's only been out for a couple of months, so you can't really expect anything to have happened yet. Yeah. You know, anything concrete. So, yeah. Yeah. That's it. But we had lots of good discussions, and we went off on many tangents. So, um, you know, I found there was a girl in my group from China who had um, – she had had to – uh, lie on her visa to come over because why? why well because in china the catholic church is um sort of in collaboration putting it in a good way with the government so right so priests and bishops and stuff can only be appointed with permission by the government um and right. yeah and so the church is very underground there a lot of the church isn't the official church, if that makes sense. Like, right. Yeah. So she... And, wow. And that came up a lot as well in a lot of the discussions we were having. You know, a lot of us were saying um, from Western countries that, you know, we wanted the bishops to listen to this and we weren't going to wait for this to happen and all that sort of stuff, getting really into the nitty gritty of it. And she was like, why would I even bother my bishop with those questions? Like, we've got way more problems to think about then, you know, if there's enough funding for youth ministry when we can't even be practising Christians, like, in public. Yeah, wow. So, yeah, there was was lots and lots of different experiences. Like, that's just, you know, my experience and the experience of this one girl from China. But, like, in between that, like, 250. And she's she's just the person who happens to be sitting in front of you as well. It's not like going... She's just she's like the one representative. Yeah. So there's so many more stories. Yeah. And, and you know, from a lot of the um, you know countries that we might 
called developing countries a lot of those people if they have class systems in those countries were from the higher classes so yeah. then that was another ex- another experience that um, wasn't fully representative of everything so obviously those people who were in the more rural areas or the lower classes wouldn't have gotten to have a voice at that you know so they were relying on those people to to share their experience for them. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be back in just a second and to talk about this meeting with Pope Francis as well <laughs> that she had. That's Lewis Capaldi. You're listening to RHD 107.9 live. Katy Perry and Katie Hurst on the way very shortly. The two Katies. Mm. Mm. What if they know each other? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what if they hang out? I don't Probably. know. <laughs> Probably. Uh, here with Holly Roberts, our guest tonight, talking all about her recent trip to Rome, to the Vatican, mm-hmm. where she was invited as one of the uh, one of three Australian representatives to go over and talk about um, this new document mm-hmm. that's just come out called Christus Vivit, which came out of a meeting of um, all of the, I guess, bishops and cardinals yeah. and things like that over in Rome and it was to do with young people it was all about I mean if you had to sum up what Christus Vivit is mm-hmm. in like 10 words what would you say I would say Christus Vivit is a call to action for the whole church not just young people but the whole church to come together and learn how to journey alongside each other so there's there's parts of it for example where it talks about um, appreciating and respecting the wisdom of older people and the elders in our community and stuff like that and then but it also talks about young people just because someone's an adult doesn't mean everything they say is right or Mm. that you have to listen to everything an adult says but also it asks adults to listen to the experiences and the voices of young people with an open heart not just with their own agenda in their head right do you see this actually as a document that could actually change hearts and minds though is does it have that capacity i think it does you know i'd hope so um it's certainly started to challenge me even as a young person reading it in how i can interact with the other young people in my life and how does it challenge you though like what's the biggest challenge it presents to you well for me as someone who works in youth ministry but is also a young person Mm. i think that i don't really i i read it from a youth ministry point of view first um, so I was looking at it in how I can do this in my work and how I can do this in the with the young people I interact with in my work. But I then I thought, and it challenged me to think about how I can just be doing it in my life. Um, so my interactions with my friends, my interactions with young people I just meet out and about when I'm not in a work setting. Um, and I think that's going to be the challenge for a lot of young people that read it that aren't in ministry is to look at it and see how it can be a way a way of life and a call to action to living your life um where you are including a space for everyone at the table so have you done anything have you you've come back have you started to do anything differently based on that idea because i imagine it's not just in the big stuff it's also in the little stuff yeah i think um I think I have. I think I started doing it before I left as well. So just, you know, in in those instances, you know, we live in an age of social media where we're exposed to so many different ideas and so many different opinions. And there's always something in the news about, you know, oh, someone having a different opinion to you and like all that sort of stuff. And just 
whether your response is anger or, you know, rage or you're feeling really passionate about wanting to have your voice heard and blah, 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 blah. I think, like, in my case, it's been really important for me to, you know, I said before, adults not listening to young people with an agenda, like listening with an open heart. I think that's been really important for me to work hard on is listening with an open heart because I'm a very passionate person and I'm very passionate about a lot of different causes and I always want to talk to people about the things that I'm passionate about and sometimes I think that can come at a cost of not really actually listening to what someone has to say because I just really want them to listen to what I have to say so I think being able to do that and being like an active listener instead of just listening so that I can hear when they finish and I can have my say um, has been really important for me to focus on. That's very interesting. Okay, let's... (laughs) (laughs) No, it is. We've still got more to talk about. The one point I really wanted to get to in that break we didn't get to, uh, your meeting with Pope Francis. Uh, We'll be back in just a second. Listening to RHD 1079 Life, Big Daddy Weave, Marshmallow and Churches on the way very shortly. Holly Roberts is our guest tonight on RHD Radio. Lovely to have you here, Holly. Thank you, James. Now, you've just come back from Rome. People haven't been listening. Uh, You've been to the Vatican. Um, One of the things about the Vatican, that's where the Pope is. It is. Um, And by no coincidence, Mm -hmm. you, well, you met the pope i did so so weird so talk talk to me about that day how did that day begin okay that day began it was a very hot day so whilst i was in rome it was stinking hot just ridiculously hot and i was feeling it so much um the thing about when you go to the vatican is you have to cover your shoulders and your knees like if you're a a girl and i think if you're a man you shoulders and knees yeah so like you have to wear stuff that's like a bit more modest Righto. Um, but you definitely have to cover your shoulders. And so I I wore like a long sleeve top and I wore jeans because I was like, I'm not being too fancy for this. Mm. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> no, like seriously, I was, you know, like the Pope really focuses on um, being human, you know, so he doesn't wear a lot of like the lacy stuff and the gold stuff that previous Popes have worn because yes. he's trying to get a bit more like down with the human beings. Yeah. But that's pretty um, much how he is anyway. Yeah, like like he, he he's does just so stuff down that's to way earth. more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, I'm just going to wear jeans for Pope Francis. And at this point, we didn't know that we were actually going to get to like meet him. Right. So we were, we knew we so were. So this is even the same day you didn't know for no, sure. No, yeah. So we were, we knew we were having an audience with him, which meant we would sit in a room and. He would also sit in the same room. He would speak to us and yeah. Um, and that was in the schedule and. Early on, me and Peter, who I mentioned before, who's the head of Coya, um, talked about, you know, oh, do you reckon I'm going to get to meet the Pope? And Peter was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, and and then later on, so they were sort of like, oh, no, you won't be meeting the Pope. You'll just be in the audience with him. Um, and so that was really scary. But everyone wanted to get in the front row. So after we had mass at St. Peter's Basilica, I can only equate it to what I imagine Beatlemania being like in right. the 60s. Is that Was it in the 60s? I think so, I think yeah. So, yeah, and so I was like, I'm going to be at the front because I'm 
small and when i go to like concerts and stuff i can always get to the front mm. um and yeah i've seen your videos that you've that you put up on like facebook and instagram and, and you're I'm, always there like right at the front yeah. like, how do you do that i'm quite determined and yeah. being small like you can just get in little spaces and stuff um so like when i'm at concerts with my friends like we all hold hands and i'm like the leader and we snake our way to the front yeah um but yeah so it was pretty crazy like I got told to stop running and I wasn't running. I was fast walking because I've got little legs, you know, I've got to keep up with everyone. Um, but it turned into like this mob. Like, so we were walking from St. Peter's Basilica in the Vatican to, um, I think it's called Clementine Hall, which is where we were to meet Pope Francis. And so everyone just, the excitement was so high and it was crazy. So walking to this hall, it was a bit like it was a little bit mobby but then once we got inside it was insane like i there was a point in time where my feet were not touching the ground i was just going with the crowd <laughs> i'm not even kidding like it was the weirdest experience and i was really sweaty like everyone was really sweaty and it was disgusting you shouldn't have worn the jeans man no and i was like <laughs> i just oh i remember one point like my face was squished up against someone's arm and their arm was really sweaty and i was like ooh i just Oh, it was so gross. Um, and I was holding on to this cross. So um, on the trip, I had been entrusted with this cross from the National Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Catholic Council um, and sort of was keeping in conversation and dialogue with them the whole time I was there so that there could be an Indigenous voice as part of the proceedings. Um and so I was holding onto this cross and my hand was super sweaty and I was really worried that it was going to slip out my hand. And we got to this one point and they were like, okay, so put your bags down over here. And we all had these same backpacks that we'd all been given. Mm-hmm. And I just like lobbed mine because I was like, I don't care. I'm going to have to find it later. And it later took me 20 minutes to find. Because um, they're all the same. They were all the same. It was a nightmare. And then I got to the, we got to this point and they stopped us and they were like, okay, all the moderators come forward, please. You'll be sitting in the front row. <laughs> and so. Oh, so it was already predetermined. Yeah. You're going to be there anyway. And so I was like, oh, oh that's thank insane. God. Like, seriously. So we got to sit in the front row and um, I was sitting next to the girl from New Zealand and we were getting really excited and. Um, at that point I had begun to sweat less so that was good because I was really concerned about my appearance Do it have air conditioning in there? Uh, I don't know but I was just really hot the whole time Right Okay, but- we're just going to pause there quickly We've got to take a okay. listen to some songs We'll be right back we'll Take it right from that moment, okay? okay. Here with me That is Marshmallow with my favourite band in the world Churches, you're listening to ArchD 107.9 Life I rudely had to interrupt <laughs> Holly's story Because we needed to go to a song But, um, so anyway So yes. you're in the She's about to meet the Pope, by the way This is about what's about to happen in the Vatican What, was like last week? No, it was like three weeks ago. Oh, have yeah. you been about that long? Yeah, I have been. We, we haven't caught up. <laughs> anyway, so a few weeks ago, um, you were in the Vatican, the Pope. I you'd was. Fu- you'd, been, le- le- you'd all rushed in like you were yes. like running into a Coldplay concert or something like that. But then we're told, oh, no, you've actually got a front row yeah. seat because you're like a coordinator. Yeah. Um, and so you're in there. It's slightly less hot. Mm-hmm. Can I happens. just say as well, though, like – this mob, this like mosh pit of people was worse than any concert I've ever been to. And I've been to quite a few and festivals and it was just insane. Like, really? Yeah. So worse than like 
uh, like Groove in the Moo, like worse than that. Yeah, and there really, was, yeah, and the because that thing, was full on, man. And there was no security guards to pull us out. So oh, there was, you go. No one in the front row throwing water out. No, no. Um, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So I'm sitting in the front row, and we were all sort of like getting a bit edgy, like what what doors the Pope going to come out of, and like. Every now and then, someone someone would start cheering, and there's 250 of us in this room, so like not everyone could see the front. So it's like at a concert when you can see like the the um, roadies come on and they yeah, start yeah. they start like putting the set list down or something, and everyone's like Whoa! freaks out of the roadies. Yeah, it was like that. So it was so bizarre for me because this is like a big Catholic church thing, like, and everyone's freaking well, it out. It can't be more Catholic church. You're <laughs> in the know, Vatican. I know. Um, and so yeah. Anyway, so. I've got this video of when the Pope walks in and it's just insane. Like Yeah, the we'll put cheering. that up on the Facebook card. Uh, yeah, the cheering that comes like that comes out of everyone and I was just like, uh, oh, but I've got to say, before he came through, so up until this point, we were still like, oh, we're just going to have an audience with him. Like we're not going to get to meet him or anything. And people had brought stuff just in case and I was, I was hopeful because I had this cross. Um... And this like lady comes up to the front and she was like, okay, so when you meet the Pope and everyone was like, what? <laughs> Sorry. So um, the next 10 things she said were not heard yeah, because well, everyone actually, was gasping audibly. She told us really specifically to not kiss his ring. So he wears a ring on his finger. Um, and I don't know if you guys spoke about this a couple of months ago, but there was a video that came out of the Pope like people kissing the Pope. That's ring right, and, and how he doesn't like he it. Like, he's he pulling his, his hand, hand away. Yeah, because and the reasoning behind that is because he wants it was on John Oliver or something. Yeah. I think wasn't it? It was like it was really funny. Yeah, and the reasoning behind that is because Pope Francis wants to greet you as his friend. He doesn't want to be seen as someone to like, you know, almost worship. Yeah. And, which in the past has sort of been the case in how people view the Pope, mm-hmm. and so he really wants to be like on the same level as everyone else. And so we were we were told no um, no kissing of the ring, all that sort of stuff. People did it anyway, mind you. Um, but, yeah, so we got told all of that and then it's the panic sort of set in because yeah. I was like, oh, my God, what do I say? And he doesn't speak much English at all. So I, oh. so the, the girl from New Zealand and me were, like, trying to say, like, oh, what do we say? And she was texting her friend who'd met the Pope before and was like, what should we say and all this sort of stuff. So... Then, this is like this is the annoying part of sitting at the front. So like we didn't have much time to like prepare and overthink what we wanted to say. Yeah. So we sort of just got up straight away and um, went through the motions. And I got up and I got to shake his hand. And I was really worried that he was going to take the cross I had and not like bless it because I couldn't communicate. Yeah, like, yeah. To, so I, so this is what I did. Right, it's really embarrassing. I just said, Papa Francesco, Australia. Like, I just said Australia. I didn't even say my name. Uh I just shook his hand. I was like, Australia. (laughs) And then I, like, shoved the cross at him, which was, like, up near my face the whole time because I was like, I don't – there was a photographer and I was like, I don't want them to miss the photo. And and I sort of just, like, shoved the cross and then made, like, a a blessing motion in front of it and he understood and blessed it. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so there's some great photos of that too. Um, and, and, and yeah, and 
I got back to my seat and I couldn't remember if I'd shook his hand. <laughs> right. Because I was just so nervous. Of course you'd be. And like in the moment, you're really like worried and you, there's like ushers near you. So you're trying to pay attention to them too. And I was like, did I smile? Did I, did I look at him? Like, I don't know. And then I got the photos back and I did. So yeah. Awesome. Be back with Holly in just a moment. ArchD 107.9 Live. Holly Roberts is our special guest on the show tonight, talking all about uh, her experience meeting Pope Francis and going over to the Vatican in Rome uh, to talk about this new uh, sort of youth-focused document, Christus mm-hmm. Vivit. Um, Holly went as one of three representatives from Australia mm-hmm. uh, to be a part of it. So besides yes. that one experience of, of meeting the Pope, was there <laughs> was another experience that was kind of equivalent to that something else that was a real highlight yeah well so I, I speak about this cross that I brought along with me and um, it was really important for me to do that because I really care about the um, Catholic social teaching principle of subsidiarity which means involving people in the discussions and the um, decision making that affect affects them in their lives so I didn't want to just go to this thing as an Australian and, you know, all that sort of stuff and not include um, the voice of Indigenous people. Mm -hmm. And I can't be the voice of Indigenous people because I'm not Indigenous, but I wanted them to be a part of it. So I I made this really great um, connection with NATSIC, which I mentioned a bit earlier, and um, they have a youth counsellor called Sabrina Stevens. And I, I formed a really great relationship with her and she told me about um, some of the things and the challenges that are affecting young Indigenous people um, and then also some of the hopes and the good things that are happening. And so I got this opportunity to stand up in front of all of the delegates at the um, forum and I, for two minutes, which was longer than I was meant to have because it was like right at the end of a session and they were ushering me along and people were coughing whilst I was talking, <laughs> which was rude. Um, but for two minutes, I just quickly shared a little bit about the history of Indigenous people in Australia, how they're the oldest um, living culture in the world um, and how, you know, the challenges that they're facing at the moment is... Um, well, the, the main challenge that they're facing at the moment is the high rates of youth suicide um, and how that's really affecting the Australian community as a whole. And But then also the other thing that we spoke about was that Indigenous Australian Catholics are the fastest growing demographic in the Australian census. Is that true? Yeah, absolutely. So That's mind-blowing. They're one of like the fastest growing um, religious sort of demographics in the census well they're the fastest growing yeah right. religious demographic in the census so like they're hoping that this um that sort of connects with the challenges that they're facing so that young people can find um a sense of belonging in community and um their faith and their culture and indigenous spirituality can all connect yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I was able to, after my speech, hold up this cross in front of the 250 young people from all over the world. And I asked all of them to raise their hand and bless it um, in their own language. And everyone did it. And it was just a magical moment. Like for me, I know that meeting Pope Francis is really important, but that sort of topped it to see that mm. all the young people were sending their blessings and were united in the, their support for 
young Indigenous Australians. So that, you know, I didn't know at that point if I was going to be able to get it blessed by Pope Francis. Um, So that was sort of the highlight for me was seeing young people standing together, you know. So, yeah. So we'll get those photos up all the photos and videos that we can um, onto our RHD Facebook and our RHD Instagram. Because um, the magic moment of you shaking hands with Pope Francis yes. or holding, getting blessed by Pope <laughs> Francis, that's there. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, you can check it out there. We are here every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. Stay tuned to 107.9 Live. For more of your music, we'll see you in a few days. Thanks, Holly. Thanks.